Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's going on over there, Matty J Podcast, over <laughs> What's going on? How's it going? Welcome to the Matty J Podcast. And uh, now that I've turned away anybody who's listening for the first time, what's going on? Hope you had a good couple of weeks. Even though I talked to you last week. Um, not much going on, dude. We finally, uh, as a nation, we finally righted the wrongs of Vietnam, dude. We got a W. Finally. Because, to me, the real litmus test for an empire striking back, an empire such as the U.S., is to win a Women's World Cup soccer game. Dude, actually, um... I'm going to tell you this right now. It feels feels kind of un-American, unpatriotic, but uh, I don't really like that team. I like, I, I don't. They just seem like pieces of sh- They're always getting in trouble. They're always like drunk and causing some kind of scene or like uh, the old goalie used to like beat up her uh, husband and nephew and kids and shit. And was a real cunt about it, too. She got called out. You know, and it's all that stuff. And, you know, the captain of the team is one of those purple-haired people. Peoples. <laughs> so, there's a lot not to like, to be honest with you. And uh, they kind of get on my nerves a little bit. And I think there was this one time they beat... Uh, this is when I stopped watching. They beat this one team... Like 13-0 in the group stage of like one of the last couple of World Cups. And they kept celebrating after every goal. It's like, dude, come on. Actually, you should probably just stop scoring. And there's a contingent of people who are like, I, I don't care what the score is. You keep scoring because it's a fucking, you gotta compete. You gotta compete. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, after a while, like... When you're 6-0 up after 45 minutes, I think you can kind of just play keep away at that point, right? You don't want to totally, like, shit on a fucking team. And there's some people out there who will say, you know, that's their problem. They can't defend you. But, yeah, I mean, there's kind of etiquette. And I'm not just talking about sports. I'm talking about life here. When you know you've won, right? It's kind of a shitty thing to do to just keep going and rub the other person's face in it. I mean, no matter what happens, you're going to win. Um, I just think that's a shitty thing to do. So that's when I stop, started my my downward spiraling relationship with the team. Um, I just think they're a bunch of cunts, dude. And uh, I hope they don't even get through the group stage, although they did win last night. And they made up for Vietnam, which was really, really sweet and heartfelt. So I appreciated that. Um, anyway, I hope you had a good week. 
dude. There's a lot of stuff going on around the old Matty J podcast studios. Um, so much stuff. Dude, I can't even put my finger on it. I booked a trip. I had a I planned a trip, like a week long trip up to uh up to Maryland to see the fan, see friends. Um, and we we're gonna drive. You know, we we're gonna take the Maddie J podcast studio with us back to Maryland. Uh I was gonna take Hugo, the mascot of the podcast. Um I was gonna take my wife too. And uh <laughs> and we we're gonna we we're gonna go up for a week, but uh plans got changed a little bit. It's gonna be a little bit of a shorter trip. I'm taking a flight up to Reagan. Um and only spending a weekend there, but you know, fuck it. So if you're around and in town, um let's hang out. If not, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I just uh I was talking to my dad, you just you convinced me. He was like, you know what? That drive is fucking miserable, dude. Do you really want to do that? And I was like, Yeah, I do. I mean I wanna take the dog. I want to take the dog to see another state. As if he's going to know what the hell is going on. He's going to think, like, we've traveled into another dimension with how long that car ride is. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, dude. So I just relented. What are you going to do when, you're, when your parents are like, you shouldn't do this? I really don't think you should. Because if anything goes wrong, you know, I'm not going to hear the end of it. If I get a flat tire or uh, a homeless person drinks my gas out of my tank or, or something, you know, I'll never hear the end of it. I do, you know, I do what a lot of people do in relationships, which is uh, sometimes you acquiesce to the other party just because you don't, you just don't want to hear it if something goes wrong. All right. That's like 90% of life. It's like, all right. Yeah, I'll just do this, so just in case something happens, you know, you're not going to bring it up ten years later as something I should have done. Remember that one time I offered um, I offered you to, to stay the weekend and fly, but uh, you chose to drive up there, and both your wheels fell off, and I had to drive six hours to come pick Yeah, it's like, alright, dude, that's not happening. It's not happening to me. Not on my watch. So, uh, I did what, uh, all alpha males do. And, uh, I said, okay, whatever you want. (laughs) And I got plane tickets. Dude, I just fucking, I can't, I hate flying, man. I don't want to fucking fly, dude. Imagine the Wright brothers listening to me right now. Like, 150 years later. Like... Oh my god! I don't know why they're British in this scenario, but... Oh my god, we just invented flight! Oh my god! We've made it over 150 yards! Without, uh... Without an engine! (laughs) And then me, 150 years later, like... I don't want to fly, man. It fucking sucks. You gotta, like, stand around and, like, stand around more, and then you get on a fucking plane that goes 500 miles an hour and you just sit there and it fucking sucks dude 
But, dude, I mean, it's just... I don't know, man. It's a fucking pain in the ass, isn't it? No matter what you do, how, however you travel somewhere to get there, it's just a certain level of bullshit you have to deal with. I don't fucking feel like dealing with it. Matty J Podcast tip number one. Never leave your house for any reason. Alright? Never take a vacation. Take a vacation in your mind. You know how they were like during the pandemic? Um, you know, everything was like via FaceTime or like uh, Google meetups or house party or whatever. And everybody tried to pretend like that was just as good as hanging out in person. Just do that with vacations. Just prote- Just put on something on YouTube and then bam, you've been there, right? It's the same thing. Um, it's the same thing as going there and being there in person if you just watch it on TV, right? So that's what I'd recommend doing. Never go anywhere, watch everything on YouTube, and uh, it's pretty much the same experience, right? Plus you get cool background music. When do you get that in real life? It never happens. But it's just fucking, uh, dude, I'm like, I got, I got head in hands right now. Rubbing my eyes. You know that feeling when you just rub your eyes because you're just like, oh, fuck, this is going to suck. You know, I'm already doing that. I'm already doing I'm always I always get some fucking TSA story because they always find a way to fuck with my trip somehow. Either by being cunts or, uh, you know, just generally... That's really it. They're just cunts. You know why? Because they can be. Because is there another private service that competes with them that's going to do a better job? No. Even though there probably could be, and it would be like much more efficient and way better. Um, we're going to leave that our security up to a guy who uh, smoked weed on the way over to the airport and uh, works for $12 an hour. You know? Sounds like a good idea. Anyway, um, is that like a requirement to work for TSA? Ah, yes. Uh, name, date of birth, social. Are you a cunt? Yes. Well, then all the other questions are irrelevant. You're hired. It's like, dude, can you be rude to people for no apparent reason? Um, can you confiscate their shit when it doesn't make sense? What do they do with all that shit? You know they fucking sell that, probably. I was going to the Denver airport one time, and uh, I had a... So I had already flown from Baltimore to Denver with the same shit, right? But because they have different standards everywhere you fucking go, and that's another thing. Do you put your laptop in your bag, or do you not? Every... I swear to God, every time I fly, they tell me to do something differently. So I never know. So you know what I do? I shove my laptop um, in the back of my pants um, under my belt. So it really doesn't look suspicious at all. That's what I do. No, but it's like, you know, I flew from, from BWI to Denver and uh, everything was fine. And on the way back from Denver back to Baltimore, um, I had a really expensive bottle of fucking, uh, what do you call it, aftershave, 
I don't really shave, but you know, I still put on aftershave and uh, cologne. And uh, the the guy just fucking t- takes it, and there's nothing I can do. He's like, yeah, you can't fly with this. I was like, well, I flew over with this. How can I not fly back with it? He's like, well, um, the guys in Baltimore they just didn't do the right thing. And I was like, there's just no, I can't like uh, ship it to myself or anything. He's like, nope, it's just, it's it's confiscated. And I was like, great. So you just take that nearly full bottle of like a hundred dollar cologne and uh you know, just sell that on eBay. Sounds great. Um and there's nothing I can do because I'm fucked. So uh that's the last time I bought a expensive cologne. For those wondering, I think it was uh Polo Ralph Lauren. Don't fly with that. It's bad luck. Anyway, um, yeah, I hope you had a good week, dude. Uh, lots of stuff going on. O's in first place, then back to second place, then back to tied for first. Dude, what the hell is going on, man? I keep waiting for the uh, inevitable like collapse. Because I was talking to one of my other friends. He was like, you know, with historically bad teams and it just feels so bad when someone says that about your team (laughs) when your team gets called a historically bad team that just like hits you somewhere you know but he was like with historically bad teams um you know it's pretty common for fan bases to be like oh here we go you know expecting like an inevitable collapse but it just isn't happening. So, uh, any fans of uh, historically bad teams? Can you let me know like how I should be uh, approaching the second half of this season? Because we're like 20 games over 500. Uh, we're in first place. Uh, we have the second best record in Major League Baseball. I don't know, man. With a historically bad team such as this, I don't know how to uh, how to approach that situation. Do you still just assume the worst to the very end? Is that what you do? But that doesn't seem like it would be much fun when you look back on the season. Yeah, I love that season, dude. Remember that season we did all that great shit, and uh, I was utterly miserable the whole time because I thought we were gonna blow it any second. Yeah, that was great. Um. I don't know. MattyJPodcast at gmail.com is the uh, is the email. If you're a fan of a historically bad team in any sport, or if you just suck at everything and uh, your life is just a catastrophe, um, just write to the MattyJPodcast and let me know how, how do you approach anything with that mindset. Um, it doesn't really have to relate to sports. If you're, like, the worst person ever at just holding down a job, like, you know, do you just, uh, what do you do? How do you approach work? Yeah, I gotta speak about, you know, I hate to be that guy, too. I've noticed a couple of things here about Generation Z, as they're called. 
um what's up with you guys like not wanting to do anything ever um and dude i when i say like everybody's addicted to their phone in some way shape or form right um it's always on your hip or whatever you know you use it to google uh hentai porn you know the usual like everybody's got a reason to have their phone on them all the time but dude this is like another level this is like their phone is like their fucking best friend the best friend who never leaves you you know it's impossible to separate these fucking kids from their phone for i'd say the max is like two minutes I'm not even joking around. It's like two minutes and then they're back on it doing whatever they do. Like, I don't know what the fuck we did introducing uh, all this technology during the, the 2010s, but it really fucked with these kids. Um, I don't know. Any manager of other people out there will understand, especially if they're like, early mid 20s now a couple years removed from college it's just it's impossible they they have no motivation to do shit um they're constantly on their phone and then you know they're out there in the world bitching the most about how everything's unfair i just you know that stuff doesn't correlate i'm sounding just like um everybody who hated me when i was 24 you know, <laughs> I didn't have my phone though. There were no smartphones back then. As my dad would say, there was no TV back then. Uh, for me, there was no smartphones back then. So, um, yeah, I at least like had more than a two minute attention span. I will say that I was a piece of shit though. And, uh, kind of lazy. So I get it. I get it. Um, I get it, but I don't get it, you know, like, if you have kids, or, uh, you know, your kids are getting to that age where, you know, what the teachers do is just throw a fucking laptop in front of them, or a tablet, and just say, hey, learn this way, I, not face-to-face -face interaction, just use this thing, and it'll solve all your problems, um, if that gets into the kid too early, I feel like, uh, you know, the tablet becomes their best friend. And if you take that away, dude, you should just see... You should see the, the fucking faces grown adults make in their 20s when I say, hey, can you put down your phone and do this? It's like... What? Okay. It's like, okay, I guess I trust you. And then, uh, you know, two minutes later, they're on it again, looking up something. I'm like, hey, can you, you know... The same rules from two minutes ago still apply now. I just, you know, imagine that person holding any kind of position of authority. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, it's just, what I'm saying is we're screwed. And, uh, yeah, the whole country is going to just implode. I give it about ten years. Um, but, yeah, we are screwed. Like, think of, is there one thing that's, like, just think of the world right now, in general. Is there one thing that's going right? 
Is there one thing that's going right? It's like 130 degrees in Death Valley. OV, it's like 110 uh, fucking, you know, sweating your fucking gonads off. Um, you know, there's wars, famine, um, other kind of things that, uh, are happening. None of it's good, dude. When you hear about stuff, you, you don't, there's nothing that's good. I don't understand. Is there one good thing that's happened in the world? Uh, write to uh, mattyjpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me about it. And I don't want to hear like, oh, uh, you know, 14-year-old kid gets into Harvard. Yeah, I mean, that's one person. Is there like a anything good happening on like a mass scale? Not like uh, an 86-year-old grandmother climbs a tree and rescues a frog or something. You know, it's just like a mass scale good event. Is that even possible to happen? I don't know. So, yeah, it's just what I'm trying to say is you should just join the alt center because we have all the solutions to your problems. Um, I figured out a, a new look for people in the alt center. It's gonna we're all gonna have rat tails. Remember that? That was a big '90s uh, fad, and I never I never really got to experience it because even in the '90s, a kid with a rat tail was like, you know, that's the same kid who whose dad has a, a Confederate flag on the back of his pickup truck taking you to school. You know, it's like. I didn't really want to be that kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, uh, I think it's been enough time to where the, uh, the, uh, secessioners, the separatists, the Confederates, uh, they don't so much care about the rat tail anymore. So we're going to bring it back. Join the alt center. We don't really care about anything. We just don't want, um, no dentists, and uh, no financial planners are allowed. Um, like I said, it's a uh, it's a political party of welcoming, um, so they should just get the hell out. And uh, rat tails, dude, got to grow a rat tail um, if you want to be you know like high in the leadership ranks. And uh, before anyone out there gets any ideas, it's it's, it's a fucking joke. All right. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not doing that. Although, you know, just to show up to work progressively, you know, week by week, having a longer and longer rat tail would just be awesome, you know? And just act like nothing's really going on. You know, somebody at some point, whether it be four weeks, six weeks, you know, 12 weeks into the uh, rat tail growth, somebody's going to ask at some point, like, hey, what? <laughs> I noticed you got a little something, uh, a little different hairstyle. What's, uh, what's up with that? You know, somebody's going to approach it like that and then report back to everyone else in the office about what the hell's going on. Um, 
it's just like middle school, dude. Picture middle school, um, and everything you, that you hated about it, and it's just you every day, forty hours a week. That's that's for people who do like manual labor. That's that's what you're missing out on. So just just continue um continue doing honest work because it's nothing to write home about. Um, but yeah, just people noticing the rat tail as it grows slowly. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Nothing's different. They might even think that you're one of those people who's joined a political party. (laughs) That would be the only thing that would explain it. It's like, he's grown out his hair in some weird way. He must've joined some kind of political movement. So in a way, it is a good calling card. But like I said, the uh, the alt center, it's not a thing. Um, the alt center is just normal people who who just want to live how we, you know, how the Lord intended. You just where you just mind your own fucking business, and uh, you hate going to the dentist. And that financial planner is going to screw you, so you don't talk to him. Other than that, just normal people, salt-of-the-earth kind of people. Um, and it doesn't exist. And uh, it's it's not a real political party. And uh, yeah, the whole thing's made up. Wink, wink. Um, altcenter.com. Anyway, um... What the hell is coming up? Uh, yeah, we got the O's in Tampa. Uh, tied it up so far. One game to one game. We'll see. Um, USA women. I hope they lose every fucking game they play. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, dude. I'm so fucking pumped. For uh, the Open, dude. I feel like I haven't watched like uh, a real sporting event. I've been, you know I've been watching a lot of horror movies and like nineties. I was on I was on a John Travolta kick last night, dude. How awesome is that? I was uh <laughs> I watched Domestic Disturbance with my wife. It's a pretty good movie, dude. And it's two people you would never think would be in a movie together. Vince Vaughn and John Travolta. I mean, what the hell is that? And then uh, afterward, um, Amazon just kept recommending John Travolta movies to me. I'm sitting here thinking, like, am I going to go on a John Travolta binge? Hell yeah. Um, So we watched Grease afterwards. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I started watching this. Since we were in that kind of genre there, I started watching this 90s movie called uh, Leaving Las Vegas with Nicolas Cage, who's just just like Travolta, just fucking awesome, grade-A actors, dude. Um, I think I'm going to watch Face Off next, but, uh, dude, uh, does anyone understand what, what is, I'm like, you know, three-fourths of the movie in. And nothing still really happened. All the guy does is just get absolutely hammered. 
It's a series of events of him getting absolutely hammered and uh, either getting the shit beat out of him or, uh, you know, just passing out and waking up in different spots. That's basically the entire movie. Um, so, yeah, you should watch it. Leaving Las Vegas, Nicolas Cage. Some fine acting, uh, first of all. And second of all, a great plot. Um... I don't, um, to be honest, I don't see myself finishing it. Um, but I'm assuming there's some kind of message in the movie. Dude, you feel drunk just watching it. The guy just chugs alcohol, fucking blacks out, gets his ass kicked, ends up in, you know, weird places in his house where he passes out, and then he just wakes up and chugs more booze. Like, he's just a de- degenerate fuck. And it's like, uh, I guess it does a good job of getting you into his mindset of, like, can you just imagine that, dude? There are people out there who actually do that. Just fucking every second of the day being drunk. I can't even imagine that. And there's people who do that every day of their lives for, like, 40, 50 years. <laughs> Here I am trying to cut back on, like, the 8 to 12 beers I used to have in a weekend. And uh, these people drink 8 to 12 beers every morning just as for breakfast. It's, like, incredible. Um, It's just the level of sadness that you have to be at to fucking do that. So if you have uh, alcohol problems, uh, you should write to mattyjpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what it's like. What do you drink in a day? I want to know. What underlying issues cause you to literally black out the minute you wake up? I don't know. I always thought that was like the scariest thing. Of course, like every other person in the world, I've blacked out a couple of times. Um, It's been a long, long time. Probably since like college or a little bit thereafter. But, like, isn't that the worst feeling in the entire universe when you wake up from a blackout and just have no fucking clue what you did the night before? Some people like that, apparently. Um, To me, it was like... I don't know. It's like a fucking... uh, uh, There's no other way to describe it. It's just... You assume the worst. You're like, alright, who did I murder... Um, is my car totaled? You know, did I piss my pants or shit myself in public? You know, you always take it to, to level 10 when you wake up the next morning trying to piece out, uh, the previous night together. It's like, dude, how do you do that every day? You live 50 years. You're only conscious of about 20 minutes out of the whole 50 years. You know, I don't know. Anyway, if you have alcohol problems... Uh, mattyjpodcast at gmail.com um, also if you just not if you don't have alcohol problems but you just want to browse Instagram oh we got an Instagram page mattyjpodcast all one word um, no spaces or anything no underscores uh, or dots it's just mattyjpodcast I can't even believe it was available dude when my wife said it was available, jumped right on that. 
Um, she's my social media manager, so you'll see uh, some of her work there. And, uh, of course, uh, you'll see Hugo, the uh, aforementioned mascot of the podcast, who uh, who was all giddy and excited and set to see Maryland, but uh, just wasn't in the cards. Poor dog. Um, anyway, have a, uh, have a good week. Um, don't do anything the good Lord wouldn't do. I also showed that movie to, uh, to my wife last weekend. So she's finally seen Harold and Kumar, um, which was a huge, huge checklist item that I wanted her to see. So, uh, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. Uh, I think I might've ruined it though. I said something dumb, um, you know, like, uh, some kind of stupid joke around the time where Freak Show appears, so she was a little mad at me during that time, and, you know, when you're mad at someone and something funny happens, you know, (laughs) that's, like, the worst time to make a joke, so, you know, I ruined the Freak Show, but, dude, uh, overall, she loved the movie, and, uh, just don't, don't make dumb comments to your to your significant other you know especially if you're watching a comedy movie okay just a word of advice to all the men and women out there um in relationships or you know if you're in a relationship with your animal because you can do that now um don't piss them off when you're watching harold and kumar all right um have a good week I'll talk to you next week. Uh, Don't do anything the good Lord wouldn't do. And uh, I'll see you next time.